are many film festivals out there, and there are many film festival prizes. One of the heaviest film prizes of all is the Bronze Horse of the Stockholm International Film Festival. It's designed by renowned graphic designer Fredrik Svärd and weighs a hefty 7.3 kilos. Just to compare, a classic Oscar statue weighs about 3.8 kilos. Except during World War II, when the prize for three years was made of plaster due to metal shortage. The Stockholm International Film Festival was founded in 1990 and today is one of the greatest film festivals in Sweden. Starting November 7th, some 150 films from over 60 countries will premiere under 12 days. And as always, it's a tough job for film lovers to decide which films to see. So today at Yellow Brick Road, we will help you pick the cherries from that film festival cake. Today we roll out the red carpet on the Yellow Brick Road. Let's go to the movies. Hi everybody, I'm Nils Lagergren and this is Yellowbrick Road, possibly one of the most scenic and interesting roads in the podcast jungle. Yes, today it's all about the 29th Stockholm International Film Festival and to help you pick out the best or most interesting films, I have no less than three distinguished guests from Goodbye Cancer Studios in Stockholm here in our little pod studio. Dennis Holovianko, Sandra Frisell and Harrison Ryder. Welcome. Thanks. Hello. Thank, Thank you. you. Nice to have you here. Uh, Dennis, listeners of Yellow Brick Road know you well by now, but Sandra and Harrison, you're new here, so let's start with some introductions. Sandra, you work as motion designer at Goodbye Kansas. How did you start in this lovely business? Uh, I have always been in love with movies for a really long time, as everyone here, I guess. And it started out that I wanted to be a director actually. And I went to film schools teaching about directing stuff. And then suddenly my passion for animation came through. And uh, yeah, I started focusing on that. And yeah, so my greatest passion is stop motion animation, but all animation is warm to my heart. And uh, yeah, so I have been on a long road to studying animation of all kinds. And now I'm here at Goodbye Kansas doing what I love. So yay. It's great to have you here. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And, and Harrison, you're lead office manager at Kölbe Kansas headquarters here in Stockholm. Yes. When and how did your interest in movies start? Oh, very, very early on. Um, I would say there's a memory uh, that I have of, <laughs> it's quite funny, but there's a memory of um, watching The Little Mermaid um, when I was maybe three or four. It's, mm. I think it's my birthday movie. Maybe it came out in 89. And... Um, I watched it back and forth. I'd stop the VHS and then play it again and then, you know, watch it all and then rewind it and play it. I think, yeah, like five or six times a day. Um, my family started to get quite annoyed because uh, I would watch it so much. But anyway, so that was like my first memory of film. And uh, ever since then, I've just had this burning love for cinema. And when I uh, turned uh, 16, I was like, oh, I want to be an actor, all of that kind of stuff. Um, I'd done acting previously and I wanted to do it professionally, so I went to drama school and then kind of left that and then always had my toe still in the acting kind of realm. So my love of film has always been there. 
It's always been something that I've wanted to pursue in some form or another. And that is why I'm here, because uh, this is such a great place to work, because of the love of cinema is, like, in its veins, you know. It's Yeah, we're all film buffs. Yeah. Uh, and especially you, Free, uh, and that's why you're here, because all three of you are dedicated film buffs. And, and when the program for this year's Stockholm Film Festival was released, you dived into it like hungry wolves. Mm. So um, what's the verdict? Is it a good lineup of films this year, you think? Well, as always, it's interesting and very exciting when Stockholm Film Festival comes around, because I read in this, uh, in, um, this year's program journal uh, magazine magazine thank you Harrison magazine that uh, the, the guys who pick a program actually watch like 4000 movies a year it's just just like huge amounts of uh, movies to pick out the, the this program so it's always kind of exciting just going through it and and looking at it like you know like what's on the menu this year <laughs> the, the, this year is as as usually really exciting to see like a whole variety of big movies, small movies, like politically charged movies and like light-hearted movies, everything. That's my favorite part about the the, the program. The perfect mix. Yeah, it's, it's the mix. I think there's something for everybody mm. to, to find. I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, I think for me it's kind of like a microcosm of the previous year. You've got um, films that have been picked at political. You know, they touch on certain issues. Um, you know, the whole Me Too movement. You've mm. got films that, that reflect that in this mm. year's... Uh, Uh, magazine or well, this year's lineup. Mm. Uh, so I really like the fact that you can look at this this magazine and you get this you know this mix of of your past year mm. you know and you can be like oh yeah I know I know what that links to mm. I know what they're doing there. Okay, it kind of re- reflects yeah. the the events yeah. of the of the whole, yeah. of the in the world mm. uh, so to say. Mm. Uh, and you, Sandra? No, I agree. <laughs> you have said it all. So yeah. So let's start with talking about the festival in general. How is it set up? Well, well, this year's setup is uh, really similar to previous years, as in like just how it's set up around Stockholm. I've only been to two previous Stockholm Film Festivals. So there are like, I guess, like five, six cinemas, central ones around Mm -hmm. town, and they are all showing every night uh, starting from 7th November. They are showing the the movies. Mm -hmm. Well, every day they start from 10 a.m. Yeah, exactly. And on the website, you can you can actually log in, register your membership card. Yeah, you, you don't have to be a member in order to buy tickets, but they are cheaper yeah, if you are a member. Yeah, it is definitely recommended if you're going to see more than one or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. Card. Yeah. So, you, but uh, you, like you, you, you buy a membership card. We we got ours from Goodbye Kansas. Yes, <laughs> Thank you, Goodbye Kansas. Yeah. So I actually don't know how much it costs, but uh, <laughs> I think it's two hundred and forty krona. Don't quote me on that though. And what do you got for me? Who's 60? 260. Yeah, it's, it's not much. Totally worth it. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. So basically, you go on the website, you you register your, your membership card, and then they have a wonderful like schedule system thingy that where, where you can it's pick the movies. It's quite sublime. Like, it's yeah. quite great. If you're a movie lover and you want to see a lot of movies, it's perfect. Mm. Just make sure you are, like, the cinemas that are... Uh, that you pick or the movies that you pick are not like in the cinemas across town because that mm-hmm. might, might be a little bit take a little bit of time getting from one end of the town mm. to the to the other but the setup is pretty similar so and the films are divided into categories right yeah there's Stockholm 29 competition uh, Stockholm 29 documentary competition open zone Stockholm impact icons discovery documania American Independence, Twilight Zone. Mm. Mm. Yeah. 
So that's actually like this is lots uh, of categories. Yeah, jobs. and at the start, um, Sandra mentioned the competition aspect of the yeah. uh, of the yeah. festival, mm-hmm. and um, that just simply means that there are films in competition to win awards that's at bronze the end. Horse. Yeah, the bronze horse, but which I've actually held and handed to someone that won last year. Wow. Um, are you strong enough to hold a horse that big in your hands? I am a weak child. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, there um, there are, are films in competition. And uh, there's a big award ceremony at the end, and everyone's in tuxedos, and and it's very quite fancy. But because the, there's also like different events surrounding the festival, mm. right? Yeah, there is. There's the uh, the Jameson um, like cult film club. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year they did Fight Club, oh. and this year I think they're doing Ghostbusters, and um, they usually th- hire out a venue and theme around the film, mm-hmm. and then you get tickets, and then you get some sort of food and then you get a drink and stuff and then you watch the film but they like to make it as interactive as possible so yeah. throughout the film they might reenact scenes you know with actors or whatever so it is very it's quite cool that's actually cool and they also have another one I don't know how you say it like an event or something but it's called Face to Face where, yeah, the, where, yeah. where the creators uh, the filmmakers actually come to Stockholm and talk about their movies uh, last year Or maybe it was the year before. I'm not really sure. But anyway, Francis Ford Coppola came to Stockholm. That yeah, was hugely two, exciting. Two years ago. Yeah, two years yeah. ago. And that's those tickets disappeared really quickly. I think last year the big the big name was Vanessa Regrave. Mm-hmm. Uh, she yeah. came. But yeah, I got to attend some face to faces last year, mm. and that was pretty special. Yeah, it's really cool yeah. that they actually get to come here and uh, some big names this year. Mm. It's awesome. And we should also mention the Lifetime Achievement Award. Which yes. this year goes to the great Gunnar Lindblom, mm-hmm. that famous Swedish actress. But uh, now let's talk about the films that you like yeah, the most when sorry. you've studied the magazine. Let's do it. To, to get some kind of structure in, in this festival special episode, I asked you to pick five favorites each. I know that's a very difficult task, but uh, let's start with your list, Harrison. Ooh. Uh, f- first of all, w- w- what kind of films interest you the most? Um, like my taste in music, I think my taste in films is pretty varied. But um, for festival films, I tend to know that I'm not going to see everything. Mm. And I tend to focus on the things that I'm drawn to. Uh, so for me personally, horror is huge for me. I, I absolutely love horror films. Um, and then queer cinema as well is a big part of, of my uh, film desires. I don't know. That's not what I want to say. Uh, my film love, my love for film. Uh, so the list that I have is kind of a mixture between horror and uh, and queer cinema as well. Don't dream it. So I've ranked them from... Uh, I'm not going to say least favorite to favorite because I don't believe that I really know what I'm going to like or what I'm not going to like. Especially when like we're recording this before the festival, yeah. they haven't yeah, actually seen they anything. Seen yeah. So the, no. they, you can say that these are the movies that like picked our interest. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I can exactly. definitely say my number one film, which I will get to, is the most I'm excited about. Like that is uncontainable excitement. Uh, but the first one I have is. Uh, It's either Volux or it's Vox Lux, uh, but it's uh, directed by Brady Corbett, and um, it's a film starring uh, Jude Law and uh, Natalie Portman. Mm. And based on the trailer alone, you're not going to get much from that trailer. It's basically following Natalie Portman out onto stage. She's a rock star. She's some sort of famous person. And according to the write-up, 
there was a school shooting that happened mm. and because of said school shooting, that put her on a course to become this famous pop icon. It piqued my interest because uh, Brady Corbett is this uh, actor turned director. He did this amazing film back in, uh, I think it's 2004, called Mysterious Skin. Very hard-hitting film that I don't recommend anyone watches if you've got, you know, an uneasy stomach. But um, he he's this actor that really just internalises everything and, and shows the smallest bit of... Um, emotion on his face and it tells so much of a story and I want to see what that's like as a director I want to see if he can bring that out in his actors and having someone as big as Natalie Portman what I think is his second film as a director is just so exciting and it looks like glam rock kind of based on what I can see meets school shooting which is so strange it's such a weird mix but apparently it's a comment on America today so there we go political tick Mm. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's interesting because there are actually uh, in the, this year's program there are a lot of actors mm-hmm. uh, who turned that to direct theme. Yeah, there's with, like a, with the ones I've chosen as well. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll mention those when we come to those yeah. to those movies. Yeah. But this one is, uh, and there's really... a lot of new ones mm-hmm. as well. Oh, exactly. Yeah. My next one is Lizzie, uh, which is a, probably say it falls strictly into the queer cinema part. And um, one word can sum up my interest in Lizzie, and that word is Twilight. I effing love Twilight. And Kristen Stewart <laughs> is in, obviously she's, you know, Bella Swan in Twilight. And she is in, uh, in Lizzie. She doesn't play Lizzie Borden. Lizzie Borden is a, a historical figure who murdered her family with an axe. Um, oh, yeah, this is based on uh, yeah, truth. Allegedly, she okay. it was never proven that she did it. Um, but there is behind like, there is like a facts behind this. Uh, oh God, movie. yeah, the, yeah. So, but there's a queer twist on it because she seemingly has a love affair with the maid that works in the house. Mm. Anyway, so um, again, I don't know a lot about the filmmaker behind this one, but I love Kristen Stewart. Like and oh the great gosh. Fiona Shaw. Yeah, she plays. Well. Uh, she plays uh, Chloe Sevigny plays Lizzie, and, and Fiona Shaw plays her mother. Mm. I think it's stepmother actually, but yeah. Anyway, very excited about that. To your knowledge, did your father have any enemies? Shall I repeat the question? My next one is The Dark, and it sounds so bizarre. Yes. It's in the Twilight Zone section, mm. and rightly so. The kind of blurb for it goes like this. Um, an unhinged teenage girl befriends a blind boy that she meets in a forest she haunts and hunts in. Both have been victims of unimaginable abuse and find solace in each other. There may be a chance of light at the end of their tunnel, but it will come with a body count. <laughs> Isn't that just the best write-up for a film ever? Like enough said. Yeah. I'm it's sold. got this whole, like, moral dilemma on, like, she's murdering everyone, but she wants to help this person, but she has to fight her inner demons. Mm. And it just looks so, like, fairy tale, gothic-y, really, really mm. cool and unique. And it's a first-time director as well. That's always exciting. Yeah, mm. exactly. Um, so that, that's the dark. The dark. The right. dark. And Twilight Zone section. Yeah, one the, more time. The, the, like, if you're into that genre, that whole section is really cool. Mm-hmm. Like if you like the the horror, the edgy, the thrillery uh, type movies, festival movies, they do tend to be like 
a little bit of uh, like a mainstream street. Oh so, god, uh, yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you like, if you're into that, do look into the Twilight Zone section because uh, that's always exciting. So you like scary stories, do you? This is what you're looking for. My second to last uh, film I'm going to talk about is called Boy Erased. It's directed by Joel Egerton. And uh, he is another actor turned director. Fantastic actor. Like, one of Australia's best. And now, amazing director. I don't know if anyone saw The Gift oh, a I few did. years oh, back. Yes. I'm so excited for this movie, yeah. My God, how to make a film... Oh, no, spoilers. Never mind. Um, anyway, great <laughs> film. Fantastic film. Great tension. Great tension this without is... having to fall into the traps that people mm. normally fall into when making thrillers, right? Exactly. Yeah. And, and he, I think, uh, this is an exciting uh, switch of genre for him. Yeah, I think so. Um, true story. Again, queer cinema. Represent. Love it. Filled with Australian icons. Nicole Kidman, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe in this one. Russell Crowe, oh yeah. My God. So the story kind of behind this one is a true story about a um, bishop or a pastor or a preacher or someone uh, whose son uh, comes out. And uh, they are so against it that they put him into a conversion camp, try and convert him from his homosexuality. I, it just has Oscars, you know, written all over it for, for those performances. And uh, the main actor, Lucas Hedges, I guess? Yeah, Hedges, yeah. Hedges. From uh, uh, Manchester by the Sea. Yeah, I, yeah. I love him. And from... Um, uh, Lady Bird and, uh, and from Three Billboards Outside. Yeah, Ebbing, oh, I love mm. I thought that billboards. was Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, he's also in it. Oh, okay. He, they're, both of them Let's are. Let's get into a fight over, over this. <laughs> this is healthy. Uh, anyway, so... Um, he's a, but uh, point being, he's a great actor. He's yes. Like, I'm, I'm, super up and coming. Probably is going to be in an X-Men movie someday. <laughs> that type of actor. Yeah. So uh, there is a lot of things in this movie to be excited about. A lot mm -hmm. of parts involved are mm -hmm. really exciting. Definitely. So, this is, definitely. so Boy Erased. Is Boy too. Erased. I would put an asterisk next to that one to book because mm. I feel like it's going to sell out. What you're going through right now is just a moment. A moment. Yeah. A moment. I love God and I love my son. For your father, it's a little more complicated. We are not finished. I am, because you won't listen. Then we have your number one. Oh, I could talk about this all day. <laughs> okay, okay, so, guys, it's happened. <laughs> they finally decided to get their shit together and remake Suspiria. <laughs> now, mm. I know that you're thinking, oh, remakes, they're awful. But when you're in the hands of such a beautiful director as Luca Guadagnino... <laughs> uh, it is it, it is going to be very good. I I know this for a fact. Keep in mind that it has divided critics. Uh, some people say it's too much. It's almost three hours long. Mm. Oh, um, yeah. It's, it's I think it's one hundred and fifty eight minutes. Uh, and for you out there who haven't heard it, uh, it, it's originally a film from nineteen seventy seven mm. uh, by uh, Dario Argento. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Dario Argento is a uh, Master of Italian uh, gore, gore, and uh, these horror. these types of films that just push the envelope so far, but it's so clearly fake, and the the blood is like pink, and uh, it's like theatrical. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, if anyone is interested in Dario Argento, he's got such a back catalogue to to dive into. So anyway, moving on. 
Suspiria 2018, Tilda Swinton. I don't really feel like I need to say more than Tilda Swinton. She's, an, <laughs> she's a goddess, you know, as an actress. Um, and Dakota Johnson from uh, the famous trilogy of Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, so Luca, the director, is actually, he works with uh, these actresses before and he, he loves to work with people again. This is his, I think he's been working with Tilda for like 19 years. Um, he's done music videos with her. He's done at least three or four films with her. And he is definitely the type of person that finds an actor and then becomes family with them. Mm. Um, he directed quite possibly one of the best films I've ever seen, Call Me By Your Name, which came out last year, which is just a, it's a masterpiece. That book is a standalone book, and yet he is writing and directing sequels to that mm. just because he said... I want to work with these people again. They are my family now. Mm-hmm. I want to see these characters down the line. Mm. But I digress. Suspiria. <laughs> <laughs> um, the plot is not important. You just need to go to it because it's it's so unique. But um, there's a few quotes that I wanted to read based on hype. I do want to hype it up, Dennis. I know you hate it when I hype things up. I love it. <laughs> you hate it. Hi- I know on, you do. On. But uh, there's a couple of quotes that I found. So... Collider Frosty from Twitter had this to say. Amazon just uh, world premiered a scene from Luca Guadagnino's uh, Suspiria remake. And it's one of the most fucked up things I've ever seen at CinemaCon. <laughs> People at my table turned away from the screen. All I can say is it's beyond extreme and gross and I need to see more. Spoiler alert. If you don't want to hear what I'm about to read, please stop listening. It's fine, Dennis. Okay, good. You're fine. <laughs> okay, thank you. According to IndieWire's scene, the scene above is described as Dakota Johnson's character begins to dance. With each twist and turn, a girl in another room is flung up against the mirrors. During her performance, the other student sustains broken bones, feels her jaw burst through her lip, and blood soaks the floor with drool and urine. When Dakota Johnson's character swipes her wrist across each other, the girl's legs bend back at unnatural angles. She is in agony, reduced to a knot convulsing on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) This sounds amazing. How can you not want to go see that film? Tom York is doing the score, for God's sake. It's going to be amazing. Oh, yes, that's described in so much detail. Yes. Last but not least... Director Luca Guadagnino is doing a face-to-face directly after the first screening at mm. the festival. I am ridiculously excited about this. Yeah, this is this all is of the questions will be asked. Really cool. And, and you have tickets already for that? Yes. Yeah, so the thing is, is oh, that uh, it's going to sell out. So if you're going to want to see it, you're going to want to do the face-to-face. Then get those tickets. Dennis and I, Sandra, we all have our tickets. Mm. So the black carpet, <laughs> black carpet event. Yeah, and mm. those guys, they really love to put on a good carpet event. Mm. You get drinks, you get food, you get candy. You know, it's 140 kroner if you remember. It's just, you'd be silly not to do it. Mm. Sounds great. Like the thing about uh, that director is that he has such a strong vision for what he wants and does. Suspiria, if you've ever seen the first one, if you're going to remake that movie, it requires a strong vision. Because, uh, like, Call Me By Your Name, he really got out, like, amazing things from those actors. Mm-hmm. And also, like, that movie is set in, like, eight, like summer Italy. But yeah. And you, you literally, after this movie, you feel like you've been to, to Italy. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. You, 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 you feel like you've been submerged into the, the world of the movie. I was researching flights to look to go to the filming locations. That's <laughs> oh, how I'm sure I stay in my I'm, film. I'm sure you were. <laughs> 
We can hold each other's hands, like, honestly. It's going to be so exciting. We're yes. gonna, our excitement is going to flow through, so we're going to have to contain ourselves. We're probably going to be thrown out from the event. <laughs> we're gonna, because we're going to like cheer and like... Ah, oh, yeah, know. definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sandra's going to be embarrassed. <laughs> yes, so Sandra's going to pretend like she does, doesn't know us. No, I think I'm going to be the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm not even here yet. <laughs> the dumpling's incredible. One, two, three. The way she transmits her work. You have to decide. What is it you want to be for this company? There's more in that building than what you can see, Doctor. So, Sandra, yeah. your list of five films that picked your interest. Yeah, it's very mixed. Uh, so, let me start with a Japanese animated movie mm-hmm. called Mirai. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think but it's, that's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. In Japanese, it means future. Uh, and it's directed by Mamoru Hosoda. Mm. I don't know how to Hosoda. pronounce it. Hosoda. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> and he has also directed some previous really amazing movies called like Wolf Children. And mm. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's really amazing. And B- Based on his involvement in with Wolf Children, I'm really excited. Oh, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's and Summer why. Wars as well. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's really good as well. Mm. So look those up. Uh, and the story is, is about a young boy about four years, I think is, and he's about to get a baby sister and he's really jealous of the sister. So I don't know if it's his imagination or if this actually happens. And that's the wonderful thing with animation that you you don't know. So this little boy creates an imagination where he's, he's time traveling and he goes back and forth to the future and meets his baby sister, but from the future, so, he, so she's older than him. And yeah, it just looks amazing. And uh, from what I can see from the trailer, it, the animation is really beautiful. And I think it's going to be a really good movie to watch. Mm. It sounds like a really interesting uh, premise with like pro- like uh, with the potential for a lot of cool visuals. Yeah, so I'm kind of getting like your name vibes with the mm. spoilers. Never mind. Yeah, exactly. Careful and uh, <laughs> and if you like Hosoda's previous movies, uh, you should definitely definitely go and see this one. It's also been nominated as the best animated feature film in another film festival, but still. So I think it's going to be amazing. And the music is also really good. Mm. I heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exciting. So that's Mi- Mirai. Yeah, Mirai. and. Uh, if you're into animated movies and going to watch this one, I highly recommend to go and watch Spirited Away. I was just about yeah, to. Yeah, I know. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. they have a special screening. Of and yeah, it's exactly. really, it's, ex- it's with English subtitles this time too. Oh, that's really great. It's and great it's in us. the great cinema and right after Mirai. So go double and see feature. that one. Yeah. That's an so. amazing double feature. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Right, count me in. So then move on to my second favorite. It's called Prospect. Mm -hmm. And this is also the first time the directors, uh, Chris Caldwell and Seek Earl, this is the first time they're doing a feature film, a long film. First time directors. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They have done uh, short movies before, Mm -hmm. including the short movie called Prospect, which Mm -hmm. this one is based on. And that movie is... Mm -hmm really great so yeah have you, have you seen it yeah i have oh it's about 
10 minutes long and mm. it's like a slow burn movie it's like not so much action in it but it's mm. really beautiful and they capture the environment really good it looks like earth like a really green forest with this alien uh, dust in the air and mm. it's really amazing and the costumes uh, look like someone has just picked whatever they can find at second hand and mm. like put them together and that's what's I find really unique with this movie and I I like the style. This movie also piqued my interest, but what's the genre of this? Because uh, looking at it, I haven't actually seen the trailer or the short yeah, movie. No, I haven't mm -hmm. seen anything about it, it. It's like it's a sci-fi, right? Yeah, but it's, it's, it's in the Twilight Zone. Yeah, but so it's a little bit horror or thriller, or or it's only no, is it like no. I think it's just a sci-fi drama, mm -hmm. like okay. really indie sci-fi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, indie sci-fi. Safety not guaranteed. Oh, that's ex excellent movie. So, so good. Easily yeah. over overlooked, mm -hmm. as a side note. Safety not guaranteed. I've only done this once before. For those who doesn't know, it's about a daughter and her father going to an alien planet or mm. moon, I don't know. That's uh, to Prospect. Yeah, yeah, Prospect, yes. yeah, sorry. <laughs> and uh, they are there to gather some... Um, alien materia mm -hmm. to get really rich at their home planet and, uh, and thus, thus prospect yeah is, exactly yeah, yeah. and uh, then they get stuck there because their spaceship breaks or something mm -hmm. I don't know but they get stuck there and then this whole like drama thing starts with other people that's also there trying to collect this uh, salvage yeah exactly yeah. yeah I also heard that the girl that is played by Sophie Thatcher she is supposed to be really amazing in this movie mm -hmm. and uh, she is uh, supposed to be really great. Cool. Yeah. Prospect. Great. Yeah. Someone is approaching. Where are you from? Nowhere. How poetic. <laughs> so, my next movie is Shoplifters, directed mm. by Hirokazu Koreda. I have no idea. <laughs> good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And he has actually done a lot of movies before, directed them, about 20 of them, I think. But I haven't no. seen any of them, mm -hmm. actually. But this movie is, uh, it looks really heartwarming and it's about a family that shoplifts. They don't have enough money, so they go and scavenge stuff that mm -hmm. people don't want. And then they find a little girl alone in rain and cold. So they mm -hmm. take care of her. And uh, it's just uh, heartwarming and see this family coming awesome. together. Yeah. And this movie has won the Golden Palm in Cannes. They have won four prizes like together, but the, gold, the mm. Golden Palm Golden is Palm. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's a really big award together. Yeah, and this, because uh, uh, I've been following like Vancouver Film Festival and Toronto Film Festival, mm. but it's just on Instagram basically. And, and I've seen that movie pop up like uh, as a highlight mm. so uh, yeah I'm re also really exciting for yeah. shoplifters yeah. Um, I think I'm gonna sit there and cry like oh no don't take her away from you you're the best family <laughs> how would you how would you describe it to someone that has no interest in because in, I, I know nothing about it and I, I haven't cared to look mm. you know so how would you describe it to someone that may not want to see it but after seeing it may end up loving it do you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, just. Uh, I would say, like, uh, I guess it's, it's really humane. It's human. It's it's. Uh, I, I know if, you know, Japanese cinema, it can be really truthful, and without pulling any punches, yeah. mm. and uh, so it's truthful, but also heartwarming, 
Uh, and kind of dark. Like this family doesn't have mm. enough money to live, and uh, yeah, I don't know. It feels like they are really getting deep in the Japanese mm. uh, exactly. problems yeah. as well. So it's really human, like truthful. It's a Japanese culture, so it's kind of interesting from from a yeah, Western perspective. Worldwide. And also, I think it's fair to judge, but based on like uh, awards and stuff, mm. it's it's uh, probably skillfully and just well made throughout, well mm. made movie. Probably, I don't know. Yeah. This should be enough if you if you want to just see a, like a good, decent, interesting movie. Mm. This, this is yeah. the one to mm. look Add at. To the list. Well, well, this is one of the exactly this one of the that you should uh, look at. Shoplifters. Sounds yeah. a bit like Mike Lee in, in Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> Might be, but that's actually, but that's actually like the good things about uh, film festivals are perfect gateway to see things from perspective that are not available to you. Mm. The independent movies, the movies that are not meant for you to be like uh, Avengers, uh, like action, uh, like action. Yeah. They're not really. really it's, they're not popcorn entertainment only. They're meant to tell the story about human beings at a certain time or place. And I think that's uh, this for me hugely exciting. I'm, I'm so and and also we we should mention that every year. Stockholm Film Festival has a focus, like a world. They focus on a part of the world. Mm. So two years ago, it was. Uh, my favorite part, Korea, Korean cinema. It was great. Uh, but this year is Japan. So that's why they have a, a selection of Japanese uh, films. Sandra, then. <laughs> Congratulations, Sandra. So it's part of that. Uh, I think we should say thank you or arigato oh. to Stockholm Film Festival. Oh, very good. Very good. <laughs> okay, Sandra. Yeah. The next one on your list. Okay, so this one, only the name of it really gets me going. <laughs> That's what first got me, like, caught my eye. The Legend of the Demon Cat. Oh, oh God, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. Here we go. So this can go, like, either way. Either it's amazing or it's really bad, but I love bad movies as Probably well. Probably both. So, yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> I think it looks <laughs> Yeah, it does. And, mm. like, judged by the name, I straightly went to the trailer and mm. watched it. And it yeah. looks amazing. The costumes are ridiculously beautiful I really love it <laughs> and then you get to the cat yeah exactly <laughs> and that's yeah. the thing that's like really takes it down but it's still charming yeah. in a way for me it looks like Gigi from Kiki's Celebrity yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like this yeah. black cat and then, it's, and then it's super weird like animation like it's like woo the mm. cat is sparkling in in the corner and it's like no uh, okay I've actually, yeah. I've actually didn't see the trailer so <laughs> yours I'm like I either want to see it right now or I will not based, I'm just gonna go yeah. based on your impressions yeah. I don't know like for me the trailer led me to think that we were gonna see a physical manifestation of this demon cat like mm. a man with like a gold yeah, exactly. cat yeah. mask yeah. or something crazy mm. and he's like slicing people up yeah. or whatever but it's like this tiny little black CGI cat. Yeah, like, look, like looking like a real cat. And he's it's, just like, hey. Yeah. You know? Not terrifying at all. No, but these people are getting... But you like, know, maybe he, the, that cat evolves in the film. Yeah. Yeah. And turns into yeah. a huge yeah. man with a cat yeah. mask. Maybe. Yeah. But it, so. it 
does look very good. Yeah, and uh, so it's about this demon cat that it's. Uh, I think he's murdering people. I don't mm. know. At I least heard it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think it's uh, some Japanese monk or something that mm. it's supposed to go to the bottom with this and solve the. It does it like a mystery, like a detective kind of noir. Yeah, Chinese exactly. noir thing. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, it, it kind of has the like the set design of. Um, Oh, Curse of the Golden Flower. You know, those mm. that like shining gold and those beautiful mm. like dresses and stuff. Mm. And then like a little bit of, I don't know, it seems to be a good mix of films. And then it's like some random CGI in there yeah, as well. Yeah, really, yeah. yeah. But some of it looks really good. And it, mm. it, it actually has won several prizes for the visual effects. Really? Yeah, yeah. And I, I Weren't you telling me the other day that the set took eight years to build? Yeah, this eight is years. crazy. Eight the, years. The whole, they have built the whole town and mm-hmm. it took about five or eight years to build. Mm. And it uh, takes about eight hours to walk through the whole town. That's amazing. And it's crazy. Right. And I'm sold on this movie. Yeah, My and it's God. Great. Well, Legend yeah. of the Demon Me, Cat. Yeah. Yeah. Legend of the Demon Definitely Cat. jumped up on, on my list. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you really sold it. At least we helped one person today. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And your fifth film on your list. Yeah, this is Charlie Says. Mm. Wow. It's uh, directed by Mary Heron that also have done American Psycho. Mm. So that's one of the reasons why I am interested in this movie. And she, she will come to Stockholm. And yeah. visit and yeah. in, in one of those face-to-face uh, events oh, yeah. that we yeah. talked about uh, mm-hmm. earlier. I think it's the 10th of November. Then there will be a red carpet and face-to-face and like, yeah. Meeting her, I guess. Yeah, this is going to be exciting. It's about Charlie Manson, a cult. Charles yeah. Manson. Oh, Charles, Charlie. Man. Yeah. Charles oh. Manson. Sorry. I think it's more f- like while it's about him, I think it's more focused on the, the female, yeah, yeah the, exactly. the three girls that were yeah. put away yeah. after the crimes were committed. So the teaser on the, the Stockholm Film Festival's uh, page, it's uh, not so, it doesn't tell so much. But what I heard is that it's. Uh, about these three girls telling how it is to mm. live that life, I guess. And I think Matt Smith from uh, Doctor Who is playing Charles Manson, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool because mm. he's he's got an interesting face. That guy, yeah. he's a very interesting face. But now he has like hair everywhere, yeah. like really messy. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and it's like Charles Manson's really coming at it in a lot of different types of films and uh, TV shows and stuff at the moment. So it's kind of riding on that wave of. Mm. The Manson family, because yeah. Tarantino's next film exactly. is yeah, exactly. it's about uh, Manson. Yeah, and next year there is actually 50 years ago since uh, this... Uh, the yeah, yeah, exactly. So That's why there's lots of films. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Nope, Set exactly. The there we go. No. <laughs> Nobody belongs to anybody here, except Charlie. We all belong to Charlie. I thought that was pretty far out. Then she says, if you're lucky, he'll pick you next. Every girl should have a daddy like Charlie. So that was my movies. Five very well interesting films. Very exciting. exciting. Snaps for Sandra. Mm. And you, Dennis. All right, I'll just uh, start off at uh, somewhere, I guess. One of the movies uh, that I'm interested in is Wildlife, uh, oh. d- written and directed by Paul Dano, mm. uh, another actor turned director. Yeah. It looks really cool. It's uh, starring Jake Gyllenhaal and. Uh, 
Oh my God, Carrie Mulligan. Thank you, Carrie Mulligan. Thank you. And it's it's he wrote it with his longtime girlfriend Zoe Kazan, and it's set in the 1960s United States. Just looking at these actors, you know, it's one of those cases that you can actually go by actors because some actors they don't just pick anything; they pick something that's really interesting and like challenging. And well, you can do that. You know, you can see it. Harrison is pretty shitty. Not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. But uh, th- this has an in- enough interesting mixture for my part to, b- to be like this. Is, this is you know this kind of interesting, and this also mm-hmm. has been uh, in a cross reference with other film festivals. This has been highlighted, mm-hmm. so uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, to watching it. And uh, I, I, lo- I love Jake Gyllenhaal; yeah, he's awesome. On the uh, on the website, it's coming up under a different name, though, isn't that correct? Yeah, it has like a Swedish translated title, like Under Himmel, something like mm-hmm. that. And I, I guess that's because it's going to have a wider release later. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that's why, but I'm not sure why they did it. But mm-hmm. uh, wildlife, but. Uh, Search a little bit harder on the website if you can't find it, because yes. Dennis and I both had issues because uh, mm. we're both very interested in the film. Mm. Me and, too. Uh, yeah, Sandra as well. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I searched high and low, and I could not find that film. And then uh, Dennis was like, Be- "Because it's did under you." you? Not, uh, did you not think that it was? Uh, mm. Yeah, exactly. that was my Dennis impersonation. <laughs> FYI. Very good. Thanks. <laughs> That's exactly. Thank you. Anderson. Um Anyway, <laughs> anyway, wildlife. Uh, very exciting. Looking forward to it. Mom is dead. Is dead okay? Of course he is. You lied to me. His pride got hurt. That happens sometimes. I'm hurt. He's been out of work before, and he always finds his way. Uh, moving on. Old Man and the Gun. This is also really exciting. This is probably Robert Redford's uh, last movie. Mm-hmm. It's also starring Sissy Spacek, uh, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, Carey. Uh, exactly. So another interesting part about this, it's directed by David Lowery, who made one of the more interesting movies f- from the last few years, A Ghost Story. Oh, yes. So there's a bunch of interesting stuff about this movie. So basically, again, this is one of those things that actor who doesn't need to act anymore, basically, Robert Redford, he doesn't, yeah. need to, he doesn't need to be in this movie. So the reason he picked this movie already tells something, like uh, this might be like of note. Secondly, it looks like they picked the grainiest film stock they could find. It, it, no, it looks like it's a movie that was shot in the 70s and just now found. Mm-hmm. That's the, the look of it. So basically, uh, just, just like a short summary, uh, Robert Redford uh, plays a con man based loosely on real events who has had su- 17 successful uh, prison escapes. Uh, yeah, and the, la- and the latest one when he was uh, 70. So it's, it just looks like a, like a good, good times. Mm-hmm. And it has like a huge ensemble cast. And it's also one of the highlights from a lot of other film festivals. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it just looks overall, I would say this one maybe is not like a hard hitting, politically charged, not one of those. No. But it just looks like a really well made, just all around uh, good times. Uh, and sort Robert Redford. And Robert Redford. Let's not yeah. forget Robert freaking Redford. And uh, David Lowry, the director, mm. he... <laughs> He went on to make, after making a ghost story, Pete's Dragon for Disney, uh-huh. which was... Uh, Wait, film, Robert Redford? Was, yes, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, was yeah. It? Sorry, I'm confusing um, the directors, yes. And it was filmed in a small town in New Zealand, where I'm from. And uh, oh. I was working there last year, and I, was, I saw the film, and I was like, why does this town feel so oddly familiar to me? <laughs> I was walking the streets, and I was like... Oh, is that Pete's Dragon movie? You're, you're almost from... Uh, 
vegetarian. Yeah. I am. The no, pit. You, you're almost a Disney character. Oh, um, well, yeah, that's a good way of looking at life, I think. Anyway, so very exciting director, very exciting cast. Hey, excuse me. Need some help? No, I'm good. Let me take a look. You know anything about cars? Uh, no, not really. Next movie, American Animals. American Animals is like an like one of my like favorite genres. That's like a independent small American movie. Usually they have really tiny releases, and there is a couple of them. It doesn't have to be American, but kind of what I was talking about earlier. It's a movie that just interesting stories people told, uh, like a slice of life. Exactly, mm-hmm. but uh, but also hopefully done in an interesting way. So what I've heard about this one is that it's it's based again loosely on real events, but they kind of make it really interesting. Like the the characters from the movie get to meet actual people. The real counterparts. Yeah, the real the real life counterparts really? and talk to them in the movie. And apparently this is really well edited, uh, among other things. And the great actors. Now, like I did, did not uh, wrote the names down, unfortunately. I'm sorry. I don't even like I, di- I didn't even finish the trailer. I saw the trailer after 10 seconds. I closed it because I was like, okay, um, I don't need to watch it anymore. I'm already sold. And, so, and, and the film is about a heist. About it? about the heist. They stole, uh, I think, an art book from a, like a university library or or. Um, it's a heist movie, and they, I think, at one point, I know in the they, they make like a spoof of Ocean's Eleven. How how <laughs> how they think it's gonna go, and they're like so suave and uh, cool, and uh, old George Clooney and Brad Pitt, and then they cut to how it's really well. Like it's it, it just sounds like really fun times. I think it's Ocean's Thirteen, Julia Roberts, or mm-hmm. maybe Ocean's Twelve, Julia Roberts is uh, reference to looking like Julia Roberts in the film. Which makes no sense if oh, you think yeah. about it. And I think I like vaguely remember that. Yeah, it's like yeah. weird, like, as weird this famous line. actress and stuff. Yeah. It, was just, it just felt flat, yeah. in my personal <laughs> opinion. But that was not an American independent film. No, it was not. You ever feel like you're waiting for something to happen? It pains me to see you embarrass your father, but you don't know what it is. So the next movie is a documentary. Every year they have a, in in this documentia section they have a bunch of interesting documentaries. Uh, but the, the one I picked called Studio Fifty Four. It's about the famous New York Studio Fifty Four mm-hmm. uh, and the, like the the story behind it, so to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and apparently the, the really like really honest interviews inside the photos. So it also kind of looks really interesting. Looks really insightful in that period of time. Just sounds like a solid, well-done documentary. Everyone knows Studio 54. It's yeah. a great point of reference, I reckon, to, to do a documentary on. And as a bonus, here at uh, Soderman, where we actually record this podcast, in Gallery Movies, they have a uh, photo exhibition by uh, Hasse Persson, a suite that's actually taking photos inside the Studio 54 at its heyday. Mm. So it's kind of cool. You, ha- you get wow. to see a documentary. If you want a little bit of bonus, you can actually go see a photo exhibition. And I think he uh, was part of the documentary because mm. he's pictures. And who doesn't love the Neve Campbell, Ryan Felipe Studio 54 movie from the mid-90s as well? Oh, that's a pull. Mm. That's a deep cut. Such a good film. So good. I've never seen that. Never. Oh my god, Dennis. I will see it. I will see it. I promise. Oh, so bad, but so good. (laughs) (laughs) When you walk through those blacked out doors, you are in another world. Andy Warhol. Calvin Klein. Elizabeth Taylor. Mick Jagger. It was hot, sexy. It's like an adult amusement park. It is so preposterous. Studio 54, that's a documentary that uh, I'm, uh, I'm definitely uh, uh, going to watch. And the last 
but not least for sure mm. is uh, the favorite uh, the new movie mm. by uh, Greek new wave director Yorgos Lanthimos who made The Lobster who made Dogtooth who made uh, Killing of the Sacred Deer like if you've seen any of those movies I don't need to say anymore mm. <laughs> I've seen none of those movies it, so please say he more. has <laughs> he has unique way of writing and directing they are very unsettling he kind of digs deep under the skin mm. and he, his characters talk in this really disjointed manner which is uh, almost like strange when you see it but then you like you get the like you get what he's doing it's really cool it's really well made Uh, for example, like Killing of the Sacred Deal was was really Kubrickian, like it was clean, almost, mm-hmm. and, and it was like haunting. Uh, also, uh, Killing of the Sacred Deer has probably one of my favorite villains, not of all time, but uh, like the villain is mm. great, and the casting is just perfect. And he usually works with Colin Farrell, mm-hmm. and and this this uh, this movie has a the great cast: Olivia Colman, uh, Rachel Weisz, Emma Stone, gonna be awesome. Period drama, like. Period drama through that guy's point of view. Boy oh boy, I want I want to mm. see that. Really What's it about? Well, it's set in uh, I think 1700s. Again, I'm sold. I don't need to uh, dig, <laughs> dig anything more. But it's about I think it's English queen mm. and she has her uh, right hand, Rachel Weisz, and then Emma Stone comes into uh, Emma Stone's character comes into the picture, and there's basically the fight between them to be the to favorite, be the favorite. The favorite yeah. uh-huh. knowing how characters behaves in his movies is just going to be fascinating mm-hmm. the, the way the way he portrays human beings almost like a satire but also really accurate in a way mm-hmm. like almost too accurate it's going to be uh, it's going to be really interesting i apologize for my appearance i hoped i might be employed here by you as something a monster for the children to play with perhaps So these these are my uh, like uh, five movies, but there are tons, tons of other yeah, with, yeah. that we could mention. Uh, and I have to say that the 15 films that you now have mentioned, I want to see them all, obviously. And, and thankfully, Goodbye Kansas is partner and sponsor, creating the festival vignettes and stuff. As a bonus, we hand out cards and ticket vouchers. To yes, and they got snapped nice. up. So maybe I should just grab a few of those. You should sneak yeah. away to see the films, but I mean, you were just allowed to pick five films each. I assume that you would have wanted to mention even more films, so let's just mention a few more All before right. we wrap this up. Who, 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 what do you want to mention? Go. Let's look through the magazine. Well, like I'm really interested in Jesus. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember the Japanese. director. Yeah, Japanese director, mm-hmm. and there wasn't a trailer available mm-hmm. anywhere, but. Mm-hmm. It says that it's a definitely must go and mm-hmm. watch. For me, the chance to see Spirited Away because I'm such a Ghibli fan. The English subs thing does mean a lot because mm-hmm. every other film that's been here has obviously been Swedish subs, and I haven't quite learned Swedish yet. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So if you haven't seen it, Spirited Away. Yeah. There's a couple I can just ma- mention. Climax mm-hmm. that looks mm-hmm. just like a very visceral. It's like dancing, but it's also a thriller. It's really colorful, saturated, mm-hmm. uh, really cool. Diamantino looks like a fun satire mm-hmm. on the current climate of like uh, celebrity and uh, and and everything. Uh, and then the movie Cold War. Cold War, Cold War black yeah. black and white uh, Polish movie looks gorgeous and uh, and also interesting. And apparently, it's also one of the highlights that's being uh, t- people talk about. I have one. 
uh, Knife in the Heart. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is directed by a French, kind of a new French director, Mm -hmm. who's actually the brother of the lead singer of M83, who's been doing the music for his films. It looks like a envelope-pushing, visceral porno meets murder mystery kind of like you remember those like mid 90s Madonna films where she'd like be having sex and then oh someone's dead it's I feel like it's like that I'm sold yeah yeah, yeah. and then we have uh, One Cut of the Dead yeah, yeah. it's oh, like yeah. an insane uh, production uh, overall it was filmed in six days eight no, days eight, eight days, days. Eight days yeah. yeah like 27,000 uh, yeah and just a lot of one takes mm. and that are really long and it's gonna be mm. quite bloody I think it, for me it could have been one of those five highlights we did mm-hmm. because it looks like a movie with crazy indie energy like they just shot just let's go let's do this and speaking about uh, those kinds of movies the man who feels no pain <gasps> oh yeah <laughs> All right, so yes, like I was excited. The Bollywood. Uh, yes, I was excited, but then I also read that it won the public uh, choice in the uh, Toronto Festival Midnight Madness. Mm-hmm. That section and that public choice is always a g- really good indicator because they oh. pick really cool, edgy, mm-hmm. fun movies. So the fact that it won that section for me, I'm I'm just really excited for that movie now. Yeah, and I watched the trailer and it's hilarious. It's really? so fun. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like bad fun I don't know yeah (laughs) did we want to like theorize on what we think the secret film could be oh we didn't didn't even mention secret film I know I've got my guess I don't know if you guys will agree with me but Avatar 2 (laughs) I think is what the secret film is going to be surprise film surprise film secret film yeah yeah I think James Cameron's just going to drop it on Stockholm well I highly doubt it no way. Well, that's your prerogative. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, I don't. What, what do you think, Sandra? What can it be? I don't know. I actually have no clue at all. What has it been in the past, Dennis? Well, you know? I know, like famously, one of the movies been uh, Fight Club. Back in the day. Back in the day, yeah. and uh, so it's not only new movies, or is it like no, really it, no, it was Fight Club at the time. Okay, at, uh, yeah. was, and David Fincher was quite a big director then. And the last year, it was Professor Marston and the Wonder Women, which is really mainstream movie. Hmm. Like it's so it doesn't have to be like small and you know like no. hidden in a way. I love that idea of sitting in a cinema and not knowing what you're about to see, and then yeah. kind of guessing when the credits are coming on. Is this familiar? Have I heard about this? Mm. Oh, cool. Yes. You know? Yeah, exactly. Amazing. So, and I think that's also the reason why that screening is usually sold out also really, really fast. Mm. It is nice to go to cinema without knowing what you will see. But thanks to you, Free, now all you listeners can go and visit the film festival and know a little about possibly the best film. Keyword, a little, because it's a just, little. <laughs> we just scraped the surface, I think basically. Keyword, Suspiria. <laughs> that's, that's what keyword is. <laughs> Many thanks for coming here and sharing your thoughts and your tips about films to look out for. No worries. Thank you. And you out there, thanks for listening. And if you're in Stockholm in November, then do visit the Stockholm International Film Festival. And I hope you will see many great films. But before November comes Halloween. And next week, we'll dive into the world of horror here at Yellow Brick Road and discuss our favorite horror flicks. Yep, even more film tips from us. Do listen, if you dare. Until next time, goodbye. A bientôt. Auf Wiederhören. Wir hörsch. Thank you.